in today's very special Christmas episode of the Pastor Brad Rocks podcast. I love celebrating the advent, the birth, the appearing of our Savior into the world. God's gift of love wrapped in skin, man. His name was Jesus. This is awesome. We're going to dig even further into this passage in Galatians chapter 4 today. We're going to talk about Jesus being born of a woman and being born under the law. What in the world does that mean? Well, it means a lot and it's going to bless you. And then I get to share two more songs with you from my brand new Christmas album, Have a Metal Christmas. It's going to be awesome. It's going to rock you up. It's going to build you up in your faith, man. It's not an accident that you're here. God is in this. You ready to get rocked up? Let's do it. Hey man, Merry Christmas. Pastor Brad here, your online Jesus-loving 80s Christian metal pastor. Thank you so much for joining me for this very special Christmas edition of the Pastor Brad Rocks podcast. Wherever you happen to be listening to this, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you're enjoying these podcasts, whatever platform you happen to be on, if there's an opportunity to leave a comment or give a thumbs up or share it, really would appreciate it if you would do that for me, man. That'll help the show to grow, help us reach out to some more classic metal fans and share the good news about Jesus with them, man. And now let's move on to the point of today's episode. All right, man, as we continue to walk through the Christmas season, we're breaking down this passage from Galatians chapter four, verses four and five. It's a short little two sentence message, but it is packed with power and truth about Christmas. In episodes one and two, we looked at the first line from verse four, where Paul says that when the set time had fully come, and we considered, we talked about how God worked in time, Providentially, he orchestrated the events of history so that everything was right. It was the perfect moment for the Son then to be sent into the world. That's what we talked about last episode, how God sent Jesus. It wasn't just, hey man, go down there and have a good time. No, it was, Jesus, here's your marching orders. Here's the mission that you're to accomplish. And it ends with your arms stretched out on a cross. And Jesus willingly let go of his glory in heaven and stepped down into our mess for us. How awesome is that, man? Well, today we're going to build on that. We're going to talk about the fact that the God of the universe became an embryo. He was born. He put on flesh and he lived among us. He walked in our shoes. Awesome, 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 awesome. And then he was also not only born and put on flesh and lived among us, but he lived under the law. He lived under the same standards that we lived under. Both of those truths are critical to Jesus's role as the Messiah, as our Savior. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait to get into it. But I also can't wait to share with you track number five from Have a Metal Christmas, and I'm going to do that right now, okay? This is my 80s metal version of the classic Christmas song, The First Noel. Lay keeping their shoes 
Here's what the Bible says in Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might have adoption unto sonship. Paul tells us Jesus was born of a woman and that he was born under the law. What's the big deal, man? What's going on here? First, Jesus was born of a woman. This is where we get the the whole concept of the incarnation. Maybe you've heard that word. To incarnate means to put on flesh. God put on skin and he lived with us, all right? So Jesus was fully God and he was fully human at the same time. Don't ask me to fully explain that. That's a mystery, it's an amazing thing. It's like the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are three distinct persons and personalities, but they are one God. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. It's an amazing, timeless, historic Christian truth, the deity and the humanity of Jesus. There's all kinds of passages that support this this idea, this concept. In Luke chapter 1, verse 35, the angel is announcing to Mary that she's going to be the mother, the earthly mother of Jesus. And, and Mary says, how's this, how's this going to happen? How can this be? I've never you know, had relations with anyone. How can I even have a baby? And the angel said to Mary here in verse 35, the Holy Spirit will come on you. Listen to this language, man. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the one to be born will be called the Son of God. So God literally provided the seed using biblical language. Mary provided the womb and the egg. So Jesus literally was a perfect combination of God and human being. In John chapter one, verse 14, John tells us the word, and this is a word or a phrase that he uses to describe Jesus because Jesus is the word of God. I can still hear my grandma saying, bratty boy, the written word leads you to the living word. If you go back to Genesis one, you see that God created the world by saying, let there be, he spoke it into existence. Both John here in the opening phrases of the gospel of John and Paul in the book of Colossians say that all things were created by, for, and through Jesus Christ. So the word, the communication of God, he put on skin. Literally, John says in verse 14 here in chapter one, the word put on flesh and he dwelt among us. In first John chapter four, verse 12, John says, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ came in the flesh is from God. He goes on to say that if you don't confess that Jesus came in the flesh, you're not from God. In the first century, there was a group called the Gnostics. It's spelled like Gnostics, like G-N-O-S-T-I-C-S. And they believed that the, the spirit was good, but that the flesh was evil. And of course, we can understand that when you consider the teachings of the scriptures about flesh. But what they didn't get was that God created flesh in the beginning to be beautiful in the garden flesh wasn't bad. Adam and Eve were naked and they knew no shame and and everything was wonderful. It was sin that corrupted the flesh. So when Jesus came, he was, Paul picks up on this in Romans 5 and calls uh, Jesus the second Adam. Jesus came as that perfect man without sin and he, he lived it right. Okay, and so it's super important for the New Testament writers to to emphasize and drive home uh, this truth that Jesus came in the flesh because it's in coming in the flesh that the Hebrew writer was then later to say, we do not have a high priest. In chapter four, verse 15, he says, we don't have a high priest, Jesus, a savior, who's unable to empathize with us, but we have one who experienced weakness. He walked in our shoes. He experienced our frailties and our struggles as a human being in every way that we have. And yet he did not sin. 
It's awesome. The incarnation, it's a point of identification where God says, hey, I've walked in your shoes. I know exactly what you've walked through. Jesus was born of a woman. That is a super important aspect or part of the gospel. Next, Paul says, Jesus was born under the law. That means he came into planet Earth into our uh, midst as a human being, and he had to live under the same law, the same standard of righteousness that we lived under. Now, it's super important to understand we learned something about the law here. The law are the commands of God, of course, given through Moses, uh, and and it, it's like I just said, it's God's standard of righteousness. But properly understood, the law isn't just a list of God's rules that God said, okay, keep these, and if you're good enough, you can get into heaven. No, no, no. The law is a revelation of God's character. It's a revelation of his heart. It's God essentially saying, if I was a human being, this is how I would live. Well, guess what? Guess who Jesus is? He is God as a human being. And so he lived the law out perfectly. It really wasn't a hard thing for Jesus to do because he was God in the flesh. Okay? And I don't mean to, I don't want to belittle the fact that he identified with our weaknesses. He did. But he was God in the flesh, and so he lived out God's ways perfectly. He fulfilled all of the requirements of the law perfectly. And that's why the Hebrew writer says he experienced all that we did. He empathized with our weaknesses, and yet he did it without sinning. This is why Paul picks up in Romans 5 and calls Jesus the second Adam. He lived the life that Adam had the opportunity to live in the garden, trusting God, walking with him. And so Paul says in Romans 5 that in Adam's disobedience, sin came into the world and many, many, of course, the whole world was corrupted and led away from God. But through Jesus's obedience, his, his obedient life to the Father and then his sacrificial death on the cross, Jesus opens the door for all men to be made right with God through grace. Jesus stepped into our shoes. He was born of a woman to do it right under the law. And that qualified him to be the perfect high priest, to be the perfect lamb of God, to go to the cross and shed his perfect blood for our sin. Isn't that awesome? That's what Paul means when he says Jesus was born of a woman and he was born under the law. Love it, man. God's word is so good. Hope that blessed you. Hope it encouraged you. Hope these episodes are really blessing your uh, whole experience of Christmas, man, as we celebrate this awesome event together. Well, I want to round this out with one more song from Have a Metal Christmas. This is track six, and it's about that holy night that Jesus was born of a woman, that he was born into this world. This is my classic metal version of the Christmas classic, if you can say classic enough times in a sentence. Anyway, this is Oh Holy Night.
thanks so much for hanging out with me on this podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it, and I hope it totally rocked you up for Jesus. As we wrap things up here, let me quickly say, if you dig what I'm doing, man, and you're blessed by the music, the podcast, the teaching videos, etc., and you want to support this ministry, this mission to reach classic metalheads for Jesus, I want to invite you to head over to my Patreon page and learn how you're just couple dollars a month will make a huge difference in this ministry. And also about some amazing exclusive benefits that you'll receive in exchange for your support. The link to my Patreon page will be at the very top of the show notes. So head over there, check it out, learn about it, pray about it. And whatever you decide, man, God bless you. And thanks for being part of the Pastor Brad Rocks family, man. Remember to like, share, subscribe, leave comments, all those things that helps the show to grow. Really appreciate it. Stop by PastorBradRocks.net sometime. Over there you can learn all about the ministry, the music, it's some free uh, music downloads, all kind of cool stuff. Also, if you're interested in following Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, best decision you'll ever, ever, ever make, promise bar none. You can learn about that over at pastorbradrocks.net as well, or leave a comment here. I'll get back with you. Shoot me an email at pastorbrad at AOL.com. Yes, I still use AOL. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with me, man. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. God bless you. Pastor Brad, out.